Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Robocast. I am Sam at 64 and I'm joined alongside... Anderson9132. Woohoo! I'm back again. Sorry You're... about last week. I was... Actually, I was having a, having a life. Sorry. <laughs> You're allowed, not allowed a life. Not with me, anyway. Uh, once again, we have two guests for this week. In, guest number one, introduce yourself. I am Tim. Uh, I'm the team captain of Team Concussion that you saw uh, on Sunday just gone. And guest number two. And I'm Tom, captain of uh, Team Toron, and you saw me failing miserably just uh, just a couple of days ago, actually. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It really we wasn't. Bet, we barely oh, saw you, to be fair. We barely saw you. <laughs> oh, dear. That was quite something. <laughs> I have to ask. Obviously, expecting more from the flag of the slut of robot wars. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting it to be a bit kinkier. All I got was a dick tease. I'm a bit upset, but I will. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you guys did call it. You know, I think it was the slut of robot wars. Was that it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry it wasn't on for longer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to ask, like, obviously you two are brand mm-hmm. new competitors. You, you two are like the newbies of the series. Like you've done no, yeah. no, no lower weight classes. Yeah. How intimidating is it when you, know, you get in there, you walk in, you see the draw and you see a robot like Thor in your group, for example? <laughs> I think oh my like, God. considering you both have got polycarbonate panels, yeah, that is quite an intimidating <laughs> thing to see when you go into your group here. It was a little bit, wasn't it? I mean, it, it was so surreal walking in the first time. Like, I just, I just remember walking in. I straight away was just like Apollo, right there, right in front of me. And I remember just turning to my dad and just being like, "What the hell are we doing, man? <laughs> what the hell are we doing?" It was so weird. I'm sure you'd agree, Tim. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you probably you might have seen it, but in uh, the episode with Sabretooth, there's a bit where Gabe's walking back from a fight, and you hear someone shout "Gabe" in the background. That was me. <laughs> Out loud. In front of the camera and realising. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, it's him in your life. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, like, because you two, have, you're very much of our, like, kind of match. You've come from, like, being massive fans of the show to actually going on and competing, you know, go, going out there and giving a go. How was the transition? Did you did you kind of feel a bit... Did you still feel like fans in, like, in a box, really? Or did you, did you just kind of settle in quite, quite quickly? <laughs> Oh well, that, that's quite something. I think it well. First, uh, firstly, it was definitely completely surreal. I, I I very much had a bit of a fanboy moment. Like I think Dave <laughs> Dave would attest to that. Like <laughs> walking in there, and I, I remember just walking around in disbelief, just walking amongst all these robots that I'd seen on TV for years and years, and there I am, one of <laughs> one of them now, I guess. Um, and I guess as, as time went on. I slowly, it slowly sunk in, and as the stress levels rose, <laughs> it slowly sunk in that I, I was there to actually compete, and I wasn't there. You had to fight I wasn't them. there to be a fanboy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I completely agree with Tom there. I mean, like coming from a point of being in the audience, the you know the series before, and then flipping from that to an actual competitor. Yeah, it's, mm. it's completely different. You go from, you go from sort of feeling like it's another world to then being part of that world it's it's an incredible feeling yeah this is this is quite weird having like a favorite robot and then and then thinking oh shit i gotta go and try and smash that up now <laughs> yeah i can imagine that's quite <laughs> original yeah. quite quite that's just fun. well that's that's very true anyway <laughs> well there you go yeah <laughs> anyway obviously we must move on to the actual hit i think we start with melee one I think we'll start with Tom. It didn't last very long, unfortunately, for you. Oh, no. What what happened, Tom? What, what, happened? what happened? Oh, that's the question. Did, did Tim oh, bully you? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> got Let me, me point out, yeah. it's Carl that does the driving. Oh, I was, well, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Carl, how could you? 
<laughs> oh man so we we were not in the best shape arriving to glasgow to be honest um i mean the <laughs> i mean the the night before we were doing final tests with our weapon motor and right. we were just spinning up the the e-tech and we spun it in reverse when it started making a very nice grinding noise <laughs> um <laughs> and as we kept testing it eventually uh, it kind of blew up the speed controller for the weapon motor. So we, we were up until about 4 a.m. desperately trying to get this thing working. And eventually we just went to bed and we'd basically given up. Um, oh, and really? I mean, yeah, it, it, was, it was not good. We, we were certain that we were going to have to be replaced. Um, and I mean, I remember that night I, I was messaging a few people uh, rapidly that I knew that were on the show, hoping that, you know, by the time we get up there, Hopefully someone can be able to, to help, help us out. Help us, um, please. <laughs> yeah, basically just going up there and just screaming help, you know. Um, and luckily, Gary of PP3D, I mean, what a bloke. <laughs> what a man. Um, he, he, me, he got, he got you up to man. speed. He got you up to speed. He's such yeah. a wonderful yeah. man. He got me up to speed now, boys. Yeah. <laughs> when, when it started working, did he say he's up to speed now, boys? Oh, please you know me. what? I wish he did. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that would have made it worthwhile. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we got up there and he... He put us in contact with another team, um, t- uh, a, t- a team called Team Phantom. You might have you might have heard of them. They're a team that applied with a with a robot called Vortex. I've seen um, around, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It look it look it looks pretty cool. Um, and uh, the guy Sean from that team, I actually met up with him that day because he he so happened to have an e tech that we could use. Right. And so in the pits that day, he literally leant over the fence. And I bought this motor from him, and we spent we spent the rest of the time just trying to install it. And uh, I remember Rory and and Dave, of course, Dave was there, helped to source a uh, a solenoid to control the weapon. Um, so we went into the arena with a brand new E-Tech and a brand new solenoid, and because it was just the solenoid, we could only spin it in one direction. <laughs> so we were so fortunate not to get flipped. And I mean, we when I say we made it into the arena, we we limped into the arena. It wasn't good. It was, it was wires everywhere. And we got into the arena, three, two, one, activate, spin up the weapon. There's the death hum. We get a little boop from concussion and they knock out our link. In fairness, it was a nudge. It was a bit of a nudge. It was a little nudge. We get a little, a little loving push from concussion. And pushes. Yeah. It was wonderful. And at that point, I think the link dropped out. Um, Don't I mean, mention this... that because Reddit will go mad. Oh man! Oh god! <laughs> you know what? I actually haven't checked Reddit right yet, right now, because I know that. Oh, it's <laughs> Just hide. Be... But... Just don't go near it. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we made it into the arena, and because we we lost weapon and drive at the same time, and the lights had gone out, it's pretty pretty certain that the link had come out. And what's more frustrating is that after the fight, we put it in the test box, it was put fine. the link back in, and voila, it was completely fine. Oh no! That's that <laughs> yeah, is... and I mean, we we spent the rest of the week uh, sitting in the pits with our fully functional robot, hoping <laughs> for you know a reserve or or a whiteboard fight, and it it never came. So oh man, <laughs> that's oh, Taylor Tor. I just want to give you a hug now. I mean, <laughs> this is awful. No, 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 no. That you know, it it was it's just one of those things, really. And I mean, yeah. we we totally want to do it again. Um, and actually, an exclusive for your podcast, I can reveal that um, about a week ago, we sent off the application for Toron Mark II. Fantastic. 
So the slot, the yeah, slot so of Robot Wars lives on, ladies and gentlemen. The slot of Robot Wars will return, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, we can hopefully we see how kinky it can really get. Let's, it, you know, it's, a, it's a bit of a filthy robot. It might be. It might be. Dare I say, too filthy for Robot Wars. Too hot for Robot Wars. We will see. <laughs> we will see. Too hot for Robot Wars. I mean, yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> so, Tom, I'm going to ask you this completely at random and not for the second time now. <laughs> oh um, yes. What, what does Toron mean? <laughs> ah, that's an excellent question with an excellent answer. So Toron is based on the word Taurus, as in the bull, and automaton, <laughs> as in robot. Therefore, robot bull. Oh, genius. Now that is, now that is very cheeky. This is quite oh, a little bit cheeky. Yeah. It's, quite, it's quite literally the bull uh, box. Uh, oh. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's the bull. Oh my it's God. You, are, you have, oh dear. You, yeah, you run a very strange but... podcast. Right? I, I tell you, like, <laughs> we're not. Honestly, look, God, this is nothing. I mean, you should see what me and Sam are like behind a closed door. It's daft. Oh it's, it's quite. Hang on, yeah. we're not getting involved with that. <laughs> oh. Obviously, you nearly, 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 nearly took out Thor. Yeah, uh, we did, didn't we? You nearly, nearly took out Thor. We'll talk about Thor. Obviously, Tim, you, you as yourselves, and Thor had a bit of a rivalry going on with with Thor this heat. It was kind of you, you were the big heavy hitters. I felt. You know, throughout, was that intimidating at all? Was was Thor intimidating as a as an opponent? You know, going into this. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, we sort of made a joke of there were three robots we didn't want to face in our heat, and uh, Thor was in that three. So I was, you know, being soft on top. But um, yeah, he he was definitely in our heat. That's for sure. <laughs> He's an <laughs> uh, incredible machine, though. Like Jason, like. For a one-man band, he puts in so much effort. We have, you know, the utmost respect for him, and um, you know, we showed that to him while we were there, and we have, you know, since since the showing, because he, he just at what he does, he's fantastic. You know, he's, he's really, really good for the axe game in Robot Wars. Because there's not many people really trying. That's so. that's the, you know, he has he offers quite, something quite unique and different, doesn't he? You know, he's got a um, it's it. I mean, for me, I mean, Thor, Mark, whatever. I think it's Mark Nine. This one is just—it's so sleek. It just looks—it looks the oh, bill. I, I mean, think of its first axe. It wasn't it like a bit of box section that had been filed to a point. <laughs> so I remember the first axe being in back in like I think it was series five or six. Yes, yeah, series, series six. Yeah, series was six. It? Or, series hmm. six. He H to be exact. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Get, get out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, series six, and uh, it's just a world away. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's one of those great robots you can see over time has progressed, and as a driver, he's progressed as well because he doesn't, he doesn't really do stupid mistakes. You know, he's, you know, when you're going to fight with him, it's not going to be his own doing. That's his own fault. You know, if he loses. Yeah. He's uh, yeah, he's a good driver. Absolutely, I, I think. I agree with what you're saying there, because I remember right, when I first saw that in Series 6, and if you had told me then that that would go on to become one of the most serious contenders in the UK Championship, yeah. I would have literally <laughs> said, <laughs> three months. So, fair play to Jason, he's done a, he's done a bloody good job. And, um, yeah, I, mean, I, I think if it wasn't for your robot, Tim, uh, I think that <laughs> Thor would have been in with a very strong chance of uh, managing to win its heat this year. I'll be honest, actually. I, if Tom had got through the four-way, and ended up with Thor, and you know, if, if everything was going his way, the way your weapon is positioned, Tom, I reckon you would have mm. absolutely destroyed his axe coupling at the top, <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that is I'm thinking of sort of Nightmare versus Beta over in yes. over the pond. It's, looks, um, look, it was the way your weapon almost certainly got him right there, so yeah. I would like to have seen that. 
Not because oh, I don't like Jason, but because I want to see Tom's robot do well, you know? So. <laughs> oh, thanks. <Yeah. laughs> it, it, it was so frustrating the way things went. Like, it, it should have been so much more competitive, I reckon. Like, it was, it was a hell of a weapon. It made a good noise. It but, did. Uh, it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Right. It's funny because you, you were talking about overhead weapons. And I remember when, when I applied on the weaknesses section, I think I mentioned how we were vulnerable to overhead weapons because we've only yeah. got yeah. polycarbonate on the top, like you, I guess, right? And they put say, us in like, a fight. Oh, <laughs> and and they, they, they put us in a fight with Thor, who is an overhead weapon. And Chimera, Chimera of course, has the overhead <laughs> weapon. And a house robot is Shunt, who, guess what? Also <laughs> an overhead weapon. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. They, they, they really, they're about to get you to, you know, you know, newbies have to come, you know, with a trial of fire and this, and that was it. And it, it, I mean, you didn't get, you didn't get hit by the axes, but I mean, other things happened. Um, I mean, one, one, thing, one thing they didn't show is at the end, after Cease had been pulled, Shunt um, put his axe straight through our top and pushes into the flame pit. <laughs> so that was nice. <laughs> that was, it was nice of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was friend, very friendly. You mentioned Kaimira. Well, you had no war wounds, oh, did you? So you wanted to make sure you went over with something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> it was a nice battle, Scar. Anyway, as I said, you mentioned Chimera, Chimera 2, to be exact. Obviously, you know, this is a world away from the last one. And I, was, I was impressed by it quite a lot, to be honest with you. It, 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 it was eager to get in the action. You know, I thought it, they held their own quite well, obviously, until until uh, Tim and co. came in and uh, kind of wrecked their day. <laughs> Tim, you have, you have a habit of doing this. <laughs> well, I mean, to be honest, Carl, Carl is one of these guys who's like quiet, calm, while he's like slowly smacking you in the back of the head with an axe. It's like, <laughs> Have you ever seen American Psycho or yes, yeah, a little bit, little bit like that? But he's the yeah, loveliest guy. But when he gets behind the controls of a robot, yeah, he um, he has a darker side. He gives it the found beans. Out. <laughs> gives it the beans or goes hell for leather, as I said about thirty times in that episode. Which, <laughs> yeah. So um, he, yeah, he's he's a fantastic driver, and he he's like me. He'll watch every fight again and again and again just to see where robots fail and see where you want to hit them you know it's it's a game of tactics really if you want to try and win but it's also a big game of luck as well so yeah, yeah you need a bit of both mm. yeah any more on Chimera anyone <laughs> well, I mean I, I, was... I like how its wheels survived this time I thought yes. that was cool. they, they, they made some homemade wheels that were flexible and didn't break off as easy as anything much no. uh, no, <laughs> Massive improvement, and I'm actually a little bit gutted it lost to be honest. I was kind of rooting for them as sort of like the little underdog that might come along, like like Cherub was in the last heat. You know, it would have been nice to see them get past at least the yeah. first round. But fair play, concussion one, so fair play. <laughs> if you look at if you look at their like their engineering level compared to the first robot, it was it was significantly better. I mean, you know, having done. IPC 620 wiring inspection. I did have a look in their robot and nearly, you know, died of a heart attack. But <laughs> apart from their wiring being incredibly messy, everything else was a lot, lot better. And I generally was impressed by how much better they had done since last time. Yeah, I think they actually they bought the first Chimera, didn't they, I think? They sort did, of, yeah. Did they? Yeah, yeah. And, and they built the second one, I think, from, from scratch. scratch, right? Yeah. yeah. It's huge. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we should finally wrap things up. Tim, concussion, take it away. Tell us the story. <laughs> okay. Um, well, basically, you know, we're 
were all rookies, came back from the series, wanted to build a bot. I wanted to do a drum spinner because I didn't think anyone in the UK had done one. And then you turn up and there's four. couple of weeks, we saw... Huh? You turn up and then there's four. Yeah, typical, isn't it, yeah. But, um, you know, and then after we'd come up with some sketches, we saw the new series of BattleBots and Minotaur was on there and Poison Arrow. There's quite a few good ones there. And we thought, you know, this is really an idea we can do. It, it seems to be practical and work. So we just sort of ran with it. And... Um, hours of testing and everything and we we came up with concussion you know and um yeah it's unreal we, we never thought being rookies we're doing an episode especially <laughs> people like thor and i mean john denny as well on heavy metal as much as i think it's one of the ugliest looking color schemes i've ever seen <laughs> he's got years of experience in the arena yes. he's a great chap the whole team is you know there's a lot of experienced and high damaged roboteers and robots there and it's it was it was a big learning curve as well i think and i'm sure tom will credit that oh yeah there's so many things just you think oh mount this and mount this and shock and this but Mm -hmm. it's always the little tiny details that you don't know are going to hit you that get you so the little tiny links that's what gets you (laughs) yeah that's why we (laughs) wanted to make sure it didn't come out Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah so yeah i mean i'm massively proud of all my team did fantastic you know that how many just to get doing stuff like sam literally spends 90 percent of his life in bed but reminds me of me been, <laughs> out of mechanical design and, you know carl and nick have put a mammoth effort in as well so yeah it's not it's not about just the robot it's massively about the team because in those pits i'm sure you saw it in the episode but apart from the heavy metal fight oh, so you, had, you, had a, you had a lot of problems didn't you with, uh, with concussion yeah. Yeah, like, we can now rebuild the whole robot in less than two hours. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it, it was amazing. Like, um, especially, John Reed was just to the corner of our table, um, terahertz, and uh, he was fantastic. He was he was really funny. Like, I, for some reason, I was measuring something up to fit in quickly when we were rushing in, and he's like, you don't measure it, you just cut it and fit it, and he smacked me over the head with a pool noodle. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> what was it? What, what was it? He, when he said stop firing, he, he he gets to choose when things get fired. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for a good shot. Wait for a good shot. Yeah. That's what Nick was saying to him when he was holding the pool noodle. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Oh, so obviously you know you make it through with Thor. So Tom, sadly, you go out yep. with with, with Chimera <laughs> this time. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to There's melee too. we'll move on to melee 2 and I think the most heartbreaking thing of this whole episode for me at least Foxic oh my I I felt a slight tug of my heart I told this to Sam earlier Um, I felt a a slight tug of my heartstrings the moment it got flicked over because I really saw Craig's face and he knew he knew straight away I mean, and what it me is it was working properly. It was working properly this time, and then and then Flopper goes and ruins things. Oh. I have to say, oh, um, oh man, this 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 is this is probably a bit of a a shout, Tim. I don't know if you'd agree with this. But do you think Foxic would have beaten you? Do you know what? I think it would have been very close. It, I I I feel that. I mean, we've made really good friends with Craig even before the show. 
<laughs> but um, I feel it would have been close because he's he's such a hard small robot, and our drum our drums are EN8, which is pretty tough. It's got the same welding rods used as Warhead does um, on the teeth, which is Simon's secret. We're not allowed to say what they are, <laughs> but. Um, I feel like our drum probably would have been round by the end of the fight. Let's put it that way. It is a tough robot, that. It's a tank, isn't it? Big hits and lots of coming back at each other battles. You know, one of those ones that you just drain to your last ounce. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there would have been battle between orange and orange. I mean, that's what we've got. Yes, know, that's what we're, <laughs> they would. That's that's what we're all after. I mean, personally, I think what everyone's after really is Craig's hoodie. To be honest with you, I think I want to know where he got it from. <laughs> I the onesie. I oh need to, I need God, to know where he I got it, it from, right? Craig. If you're watching, yeah. please tell us where you got it from. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're coming out as furries, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not, no. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Foxic's very, very low on the ground as well. Because I mean, we saw. I mean, Expulsion hasn't got the highest of ground clearances, and that literally just drove straight through it. I mean, it literally drove yeah. right so far. I mean, I think it could have done very, very well. I mean, he's got four-wheel it, drive, you know, and he's yeah. He's running them hot as well, so he's got a lot of power behind his drive. He's, you know, powerful hot. I reckon it would have been close. I think, you know, had it had the opportunity to go through, it probably would have been them in the heat final with yourselves. Tim, I think, you know, possibly Thor had it had its reliability issues throughout. We'll get to that, obviously, as we go through. But, I mean, yeah. I think, you know, it's a, it's a shame. And I, I, I do genuinely hope we do see Craig and Foxick again for I'm Series 3. I'm sure, I'm sure we will. Actually, um, Tom will add to this as well, but... Mm. He he spent all of his time when he got there helping other teams. He spent about fifteen minutes on Foxick in the pits before he went in. Oh yeah, he was fantastic. He he's very selfless. You might come across as a little bit crazy, and he is, but he's very selfless. And I he honestly he put every other team for himself. So you know if he had technical problems, it was it was really unfortunate because everyone wanted him to do well because he's such a nice chap. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. He, I remember him just helping out so many people. And I think that that's that's one thing that you don't see on, on the show so much, just, you know, the, the sense of camaraderie and, and everyone just helping out each other. Like, I remember that um, there, were, there was a, a speed controller that came out of one robot that actually hasn't aired yet, so I won't say who, but their <laughs> speed controller went into our robot for our melee. And then when we were out, I think it actually went into to yours, didn't it, Tim? Uh, Viper. Yeah. 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 So this one speed controller has been, been through, through three teams. robots. <laughs> yeah, I think I just think that's absolutely brilliant how everyone just helps out and, and pitches in. We, we it's funny because yeah, yeah, I, I think it's so funny because outside the arena we're all great mates and everyone's helping out each other, but then in the arena it's a totally different story. <laughs> that, that changes so everyone. Around the side when they're not looking. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, well, you're the friends. The robots aren't the friends. You know, the robots can just smack each other around for a week. Come on. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, We'll move on from Foxy. We'll go to Expulsion. Um, obviously, Anderson, you mentioned that. The school kids. Fantastic oh, effort. I'm brilliant. They, I mean, it, it's so unique. I've never seen anything like the, the disc thing that they've, they've got going on. They're, they're the teeth that fly out like a like a ninja star. It's it's so great. And I'm, I'm good it didn't work to its full potential. I mean, it was in a tough melee, but... It was a I, nice machine, that. It's, it's just... It's nice to yeah. look at. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's, um, yeah. it's it great is to very see because all four of uh, all four of the kids involved were brilliant. They were they weren't sort mm. of like oh look at me or 
oh, well, we're going to do well because the kids, they were generally there and they were acting like they were full-blown engineers. They were brilliant. It, was, it wasn't any of this, oh, you've got to take it easy on them or you've got to this. They just went in there and wanted to be treated like other roboteers and they really were. They were absolutely great. I, I hope we see them again next series. Absolutely, yeah. it's great. It's great seeing kids take part or schools take part as well. Because I mean, some of the best teams from the original show were from school teams. I mean, look at Roblox for example. They were, you know, they were grand champions. And um, I, I give. I mean, it, it's one of those things where I look at them and think these kids are about what six years younger than I am, and they're capable of putting together something like this. And here I am, and I struggle making toast. So it is a <laughs> it's a very upsetting thing. But in all honesty, great great credit to them, and it's a shame it didn't last as long as it could. It would be great to see what else they could knock up because I mean it was fantastic. I mean they had like two months to make it as well. It was absolutely <laughs> no time at all. It's incredible. That's fa- incredible. Fan- fantastic effort from them as well. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um Mr. Speed Squared, MR Speed Squared, or simply Speedy. Uh, I think we'll move MR. on to that. <laughs> MR Speed. They kept I'm, calling it that. I don't. I know. I don't they, get that. I'm just going to call it Speedy. I think we'll stick to Speedy. I think that's Speedy. that's the way to go. They had exactly the same problems as last series. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they turn up, batter everyone in round one, and then just limp through the head to heads. It's such a shame because I love the I love the look of the new one. I think it, yeah. it was so powerful, and I just thought this is going to wreck. Wreck world and it, and it didn't. It's it, I was gutted. I was really gutted that it didn't get going. Go on. I think I think if there's a robot that I think if there was a, an award for the robot with the most potential, I think it probably would have gone to them because yeah. they they really did obliterate people in their melees, didn't they? But then oh, it was brutal. Yeah, it was utterly brutal. I mean, I think they did go out spectacularly, though. Of course. <laughs> yes, their gyro dance was awesome but, as yeah, well. Like yeah. they sort of the UFO kind of gliding. That was awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. It's, it's an impressive idea, but it's, it's, um, I think it's experience for that team as well, isn't it? They've, they've, they've not got the most experience, but they're on the edge of something brilliant. And if they can get it down, reliable, they'll be fine. Mm, I, think I think one more within, within one or two series, that design is going to be perfected. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm counting yeah. on them yeah. to come back I and think like, so. blow everyone away. Get when it happens, it's going to be amazing. Or something over the pond, you know. Get, them, get some people who've done it before on the line. Get them out, you know. Yeah, just get absolutely. Get a little tweak. Yeah. It's, it, it'll, just, it'll like get also quick, just like to also say quickly, uh, as a man who is uh, getting married soon, I have my biggest sympathies now for the team captain who now has to get married. Hey, trust me, it's stressful. He's <laughs> got away with a swear on Robot Wars, actually. I'm almost certain. <laughs> He said oh, bloody. He? I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, oh. oh. Yeah. yeah. How could he? I mean, that's why there's not much footage of us in the booth, because it was just me, Sam, <laughs> swearing our heads off all the time. That's why there's only about two shots of us in the driving booth. <laughs> there are some points where I do wish that it was an after the watershed show. You can oh, just imagine great, Don Fish shouting. I was like, oh, he just got twatted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so hilarious. <laughs> great. Right, just, yeah, one one time, can we, have on at, can we have it on at 10 o'clock at night? It'd be amazing. Um, finally, <laughs> heavy metal. Obviously, the, the paintwork of dreams, as Tim's already said. Oh. Um, <laughs> I mean, the driving from John Jr. was stellar, wasn't it, really? He was oh, yeah. on yeah. fire the whole night. Um, Very it's, and it's a shame, really, in, in the first round that it, it kind of was hampered from the get-go. Mr. Speed Squared, obviously, as we said, demolished everything. It demolished heavy metal <laughs> throughout, the, throughout the night as well. And I think that's what really cost them potentially a heat final spot. 
Yeah, it's a shame that their weapon got knackered so early on because I really wanted to see that see that do more than what it did because it wasn't it supposed to be like a, a grabber or a slash or sort of like a, a body lifter. It was like meant to lift the, the wedge up. Sort of in the league of lockjaw and you know uh, bite force that sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, sort of like a wrestling mm. move robot. Sort well, of it was painted like Bret Hart. Against so... Oh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's like, that, like that overhead arm, isn't it? That can come down and clamp, but also, I think, go the other way and then and lift up, lift, I think. Lift, lift the whole body up, yeah. Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. But it was, it was yeah. you know, it was really interesting to watch, and uh, obviously, as you said, mentioned, you know, the Denny's have been around since since Series 2, in some guys or well, another, which is uh, kind, of, kind of crazy when you think about it, but, you know, I think this, again, the potential's there for heavy metal in the future to go and really take make a name for itself, but... Uh, this series obviously was very hampered from its uh, antics in round one. Mm. Yeah. Fair play for originality, though. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. There's nothing, nothing quite yeah. like it, is there? Um, anyway, out in that melee, sadly, Foxic. And, uh, and like Expo- you cried first time. Sorry, Craig. <laughs> one like it equals one prayer for Craig. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, through go Mr. Speed Squared and. Uh, and heavy metal first match. Tim, talk us through it. Thor, how, how what, was, what was what was the plan? In the four-way fight, we were like, oh, it's just great. Oh, it's just oh, you know, everything's going well. You know, we've got to do a bit of repair, but you know, we got this, this, and this, and we, we were feeling good. And then we went in the Thor fight, and as it was happening, we're like, oh, this is everything people warn you about. <laughs> so like, getting stuck in the arena, house robots having a go at you. I mean, we got married by Matilda, <laughs> dead metal. <laughs> Couldn't get through our 12 mil polycarb. Generally, it was like, what's going on? And it was just, oh, you know, we're getting our asses handed to us by someone who's got tons <laughs> of experience. But what happened was, when Matilda mounted us, as she quite literally did. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know, little concussions came out. But then, I was, was, was so, going to say, have, have, you, have, you had a little, uh, have you had a proposal from Matilda since? <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Jeremy Kyle invite, yes. But, uh, <laughs> the... One of the two, we got a double redundancy system on the weapon, so it runs on two F-3150s. Right. And one of the belts snapped as Matilda hit us. The shock just completely snapped the belt. And we were running on one belt right near the end of this fight. And you know how we got stuck on the pit? And yeah. It's a bit annoying, but I know, I mean, Grant wouldn't have just let that pit go down if we were stuck on it, because it's an arena floor, isn't it? It's not, it's not our fault for getting stuck on something that's not working quite properly. Mm-hmm. But... What happened was, we were on there, the belt had come off, Sam was worried, Carl was worried, and we were like, oh, we're, we're done for here, you know, Thor's lining up the kill shot, and then we saw the belt come out, Sam said, don't do the weapon, it's not going to handle it, I was like, no, we've got to give it the beans, and um, <laughs> Thor charged at us, Carl timed it perfectly, and we, yeah, we flipped him over. And sent so it to we Narnia. Got, you know, <laughs> what a million shot, yeah. <laughs> That was that was literally just a middle finger, wasn't it? <laughs> it was like we were in the worst place. We thought, oh no, this is this is it now. We're going to get battered by everyone. And um, from that that one hit, that one moment where the match turned, it was. I think it's one of the tensest fights I've ever seen, and it's not just because we were in it. It was, it was to the last few seconds, you know. Yeah. I think was... on the clock there was something like seven seconds left on the actual three minutes. So you know we hadn't got that hit when we did. You know, I have to say, if if it did go to the judges, <laughs> I think it probably would have gone against you, from, yeah. from from the way the fight was going. But I mean, it would have been close. I mean, both fights with yourselves and Thor were incredibly close. Um, Tom, yeah. anything to add? 
Oh man, I, I just remember it was a brilliant fight. I mean, I remember watching that from the monitors in the pits and there was such a huge reaction when you managed to clip Thor and flip him over. It, it, was, a, it was a similar reaction to, the, to your viewing party last night, actually, <laughs> when the whole room just erupts. It was so good. Oh, yeah. it was great, great TV. Great TV. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I, I, I did like the team reaction, to be fair. Just, just seeing that, it was just great. Just a big, yes! Yeah, like, you know, it was great. <laughs> So out went Thor, three points for concussion. Um, next fight saw Speedy and Heavy Metal. Um, mm. Heavy Metal, from the bat, I mean, bang, straight. He was straight on him, wasn't he? Yes. Mm. It's just controlling that fight so early on, just ramming him. I think that's that's one of the best tactics, right, with dealing with a with a big nasty spinner like Mr. Yeah. Speed Square. Just yeah. keep on them. Don't, don't let them sp- uh, spin up. And, yeah. it, and the, the first like, hit of like Terahertz versus Carbide last year. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I think um, back back to Expulsion. I think that's that's what Expulsion's uh, trick was, wasn't it? How um, the 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 teeth only come out once the disc reaches a certain speed. And so the point being with them is that they can spin up um, safely so that no other robots can stop them. And then when it reaches a certain speed, the teeth will come out, and then it will start to engage with other other machines. Yeah, um, that's it's, that's so clever. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's really um, cool. But yeah. uh, in this fight, I mean, heavy metals driving. John again, as I said already, John Junior's driving was pretty spotless. That's I think that. you know, he's just the first impact of um, Mr. Speed squared into the wall. But it, I think it kind <clears> of <throat> it dislodged something and the the disc stopped. I think that was just mega. I mean, one big thing about heavy metal, actually, I, I really respect John for it. Actually, is that. Most, nearly everything in our bot was laser cut from CAD mm. and then welded up and lined up and everything but his hand cut hard ox with an angle grinder lined it all up by hand by himself so to get such a neat wedge it's unreal yeah, <laughs> it's so much time yeah that's pretty that's, crazy that's a manly way to do it that's like, a manly way to do it that's, yeah that's a real proper wedge and I know that sounds daft but there's so many robots that just too high wedge or too flat, but their their position of it spot on. It's just just that right height to get people off their wheel and lose traction, so you can push them around. Yeah, it's a, it's a spot. It's a it's a cracking little thing, and it, mm-hmm. you know it, it controlled the fight magnificently. And, and then they both end up in the pit, which is uh, always <laughs> always nice to see. But I mean, you know, I think had Mr. Speed Square been fully working, I think it probably the outcome would have been very different. <laughs> but I think, I think it yeah. might have been. Yeah, but I think and even yeah. even if a robot's not working fully, or you know there's issues, you still credit to the other team for dealing with it properly because yeah. you could think, oh, they're holding back, or oh, you know, you don't know what to do. But the, John Junior definitely went for it, put in a very <clears> good <throat> performance. Yeah, absolutely. Anderson, anything to add? Uh, well, I think it's all been pretty much said. Really, I mean, it was a <laughs> it was a damn good fight. It was I liked it because it was a bit of an underdog story. Yes, and I'm a fan of the cheeky underdog story once in a while. Um, <laughs> so, fair, yeah, I want to see complete 100% credit and fair play to John Junior for his immaculate driving. And, uh, oh yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so three Woo. points to uh, heavy metal. Um, so, Tim, back to you again. Did, did you? <laughs> we were you worried about heavy metal at all? Was was it something that you thought they could? Um, he, he could control this fight against us, having seen what he did to Mister Speed Squared. No, um, 
not really. I'll be honest. You were, <laughs> you were hoping for a bot with exposed wheels. And that's what you, you wanted got. to get. Them. And um, they're great guys. And uh, before the fight, John, you know, had a chat in the pits, and he said, "I bet you're going to try it, aren't you?" And we're like, "Well, you know, you <laughs> haven't you?" So, you know, I think it was over in about 35 seconds. But Carl, you know, he he pushed him to the wall. They had nowhere to go, and then turned and caught him on the wheel and sent it out of the arena. That was amazing because that was the last fight of the day um, on filming. And uh, we had such a nightmare with our drive after Thor again. Um, had this back EMF trouble on the reverse motor. Um, and it, yeah, it just, it was, it was hours of fiddling and changing and everything. And like stressed to our limits, exhausted. And that fight was just, just what we needed to give us the boost. <laughs> really was. <clears throat> it, nice I, it, I felt like, we showed that we didn't just win on one lucky hit. We could dominate a fight and really tear a robot apart. You know, I, it felt like we proved ourselves in that fight rather than just get through on luck. That was a great of, fight. I, I'm a fan of a wheel flying off. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was, I was happy with that. You can't, yeah. can't, can't go wrong with a, with a wheel flying off into the, uh, into the abyss. Um, so obviously another three <laughs> points to, to concussion. And uh, can we call the next match a fight? I mean, there wasn't much oh fight there. There wasn't much fight there, was there? Unfortunately for Mr. Speed Squared against Thor um, in a rematch from last series, obviously, uh, it, it, there wasn't much to, to discuss, really. I mean, I'll, I'll say this it showed Thor for what for the tank it actually is. Yes. I mean, it literally, I mean, Jason was not messing around by this point. He'd already lost one. He's like, nah, mate, I'm getting in there. I'm getting the axe stuck in and I'm winning. <laughs> and that's it. And that's exactly what he did. So fair play to him. I can't moan at all for that, really. <laughs> she just charged him, chopped him up and went, oh, bye. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> Game over, really. Arena. <laughs> oh, no, J- Jason, he, he is such a good driver, isn't he? Like, he's been doing it. Oh. He's got so much experience now. He was just on him, like, instantly. And you know, it, un- unfortunately for Speed Squared, the uh, the reliability issues plagued them a little bit. I think this time round. Um, but I mean, if if they had been up to speed, it would have been, I think, quite an explosive match. That I think it would have been quite close. But uh, yeah, again, yeah, I think so too. You mm. know, they had their, their issues, and yeah, yeah. I mean, if if they were up to speed, and especially because Jason's wheel covers for Thor, they're bolted on. They're not fully welded the hubs and that's how he gets the wheels out yeah. so there is that weakness there so if they got him you know it could have been a different story but again they were plagued with their problems as you said and yeah it's a shame because it like you said it's one of the best potential robots yeah i think so <laughs> absolutely but, i mean it is a beast you got chopped to bits though really i mean that's why you don't use box section in the modern arena because well People like Thor will just chop you up like sushi. It's... <laughs> That's what happens. Um, obviously, three points to Thor and nothing for Mr. Speed squared. So, again, back to you, Tim. You know, you see yeah. at that, Mr. Speed squared, they do their little thing at the start. I don't know what they were doing, but they were they were spinning <laughs> their robot and their blade in some kind of weird dance, and then they start flying off into the distance. Yeah. Did, did, uh, you, th- we... did you think this is going to be easy pickings at that point, or...? We still no, skipped. Oh, you still no, I sort of when they were in the arena testing it in this test arena, I just just went up and sized up our weapon to theirs. I was like, it's at the worst possible height. You're not <laughs> going to touch their body at all. And so I said to Carl, let's not overdo it. I mean, let's pull back a bit. But Carl being Carl, he wanted to absolutely <laughs> tap him to bits. And I mean, that's what won it on the judges' decision. So I'm glad he did. 
but we just rammed at them at the start, but we just had a slight slip on the arena. And so rather than the weapon, we just attacked him with our face. But it was good enough because it sent him flying. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was so frustrating because you want to get those big hits and damage him. We've got a few on the underside, but yeah, it was it was a very frustrating fight because we just couldn't damage him properly. And then you but, caught fire. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> This is what happens with these motors we were using, which we are not using ever again. <laughs> massive bias running in reverse. So against reverse. So the reverse is like 75% of the forward direction, which is quite bad, really. But um, we calibrated that out in the controller uh, rather than change anything in the motor. But what was happening was there was like a capacitive effect in the motor where the back EMF was just being dumped all at once rather than gradually. And what had happened was, because we were pushing around so much and the extra heat, the speed controller we had exploded. It wasn't like, I know people say things explode, I know people say things catch on fire. This exploded. Like, <laughs> the board split in half. The capacitors looked like fireworks caught in mid-shot. It was, oh it was mad. Absolutely mad. Like, it charred the underside of the polycarbonate. It was, it was, it was, oh, wow. <laughs> Somehow though, so, so what looked like a small prune was that wheel. So we were we were still on two wheels at the end, but he was twitching. It was yeah, it was <laughs> a hell of a fire. You, yeah. you were looking a bit knackered towards the end. I will admit, yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly thought that you, you were just going to ground to a slow and kind of miserable death, really. And I thought they were going to yeah. nick it on the judges, which would have been something. But I mean, obviously, the, the hits he had already. Did, did enough and uh, we did about 15 20 hits on them with the drum, so yeah, yeah we got that a lot was, of hits on them. Yeah, they <clears> obviously did done enough at that point and uh, clean sweep three wins in a row. I mean, that was probably unexpected. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for rookies <laughs> and with the conditions, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, we'll move on then to uh, to heavy metal and Thor, um, for the place to fight you again, uh, lucky them, um, and Heavy Metal's grip, I think, at this point was just kind of falling like snow, wasn't it? That was kind of... It was like, <laughs> it was... It was like pebble dashing, all the little, all the little rubber mounts everywhere. It was, gr- it was great. It was so annoying. It was off like the game drop. It was ridiculous. They were just yeah. covering the arena floor with those. It was so entertaining, though, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. And then uh, the wheel gave way. Same wheel. Same wheel. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Fair play to then... Jason though, because uh, it's a hard robot to hit, really, heavy metal. I mean, I know it's quite a big robot, but because of its shape, it's a bit of a tough one to hit, especially with an axe. Axes have the aim on an axe is to be pitch perfect, otherwise, it's not going to do anything. So, fair play, I mean, it's just, it's just a true testament, really, just to show you how good of a driver Jason actually is, because he's able to get his aim perfect practically every time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And um, the wheel fell off, and Matilda decided, "I don't like this wheel, and it's uh, it's going, <laughs> <That was great laughs> it's going." Oh no! I mean, there's yeah. a little bit of the like, uh, you know, I loosen the jam jar lid for you with the wheel coming off, but yeah, it fell off. <laughs> it was it was it was it was all you really, obviously, but you know. <laughs> um, and that was the end of heavy metal. I mean. We'll talk about the two that went out first. I mean, Mr. Speed Squared, we've, we've obviously praised it for being such a unique design and it's, it's got the potential to wreck worlds, but unfortunately, the grit again just kind of let it down. I mean, where, where would you say that their biggest improvement needs to be? Is it, is it just a case of finding a setup that's just tested and true and then doesn't 
break, really? Is that is that all they can really do? I mean, I think I think it's their reliability, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if if they can get that working, it it will be so devastating. Like you've yeah. seen what it can do. Um, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what went wrong this time round. Um, but if if they can get rid of those gremlins, it will be it'll be a monster, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It I really mean, will. To be blunt, isn't it? Is is for something to succeed nowadays? You're not you haven't got like the sort of garage build standard anymore have you and i mean there's there's a very good idea but for something that intense with that much shock and everything it needs to be more precision engineered i think with the weapon because they're causing themselves way too much damage every time they do a hit the problem is it's they just need that little bit more precision with the fitting of things and the way they lay it out, and especially the mounting of the weapon, that that's everything. I mean, we spent weeks planning how we were going to mount the weapon so it didn't damage our robot. And in fact, we suffered no damage from our own weapon, which is, you know, highly unusual for a spinner. So it's that's their key area to improve on. I was going to say, because, like... It's self-damage. In, in terms of, like, you know, you look at the robots nowadays, there obviously are garage builds that, are, that can be successful. For example, TR2 last series. But, I mean, yeah. with... A, a garage mm. spinner is very difficult to do, like un- unless yeah. you unless you absolutely hundred percent know what you're doing. And obviously, <laughs> we built in a shed, but you know we spent the time really analysing how to not absorb shock into the robot from our weapon. And it's a big, big part of the spinner game. I mean, they can really pull the hits and everything, but yeah, it's it's something yeah. that's often overlooked, but it's <clears throat> super critical. Mm. I think that that was my my theory with doing Toron as a vertical spinner as opposed to a horizontal, because with a horizontal, when when you hit something, you get so much fo- so much force goes into your own robot as well as the other one that you just you just ping about the arena, don't you? Yeah. But with with a vertical, when you get a good solid hit, um, I I always think that the the opponent the the opponent robot will go up and you'll be forced down. Yeah. Um, and that I think that's why we chose to do vertical, just because it's more controllable. Um, but of course, the horizontals are, are very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're absolutely. always great. Um, but I think with with Speed Squared, I think I think they might have had similar problems to what PP3D had. Um, too much with just just too much power. But well, I say that, but you can you can never have too much, right? You know. I think Speed Squared, like like PP3D, yeah, if, if they can. If they can get them both working, they will be just devastating. Unstoppable, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Anderson, anything I mean, to add to... I think you said there with the force, like, they've got nowhere for that force to go, apart from straight back into themselves. Yeah. Because, I mean, like with you, Tom, you've got you've got your uh, your frame holding the weapon away from the main body. You've got, your you know, that process of, you know, uh, isolation from the bot. And, you know, we've got floating bearings, pulleys... And then skids that put the force into the ground directly below the drum. It's you got to think about you know uh, when two things collide, is equal and opposite in both directions. So yeah. relative to its mass, but it's it's it, you've got to consider that. It's yeah. such a big part of it. Mm. Absolutely. Like firing the, a gun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's not much more to say about Mr. Speed Squared. Except I hope they come back and I hope they get it working. That's another thing I want to see. Because um, I think that you know that team have obviously had, you know, various things in the in the classic series as well, which are, which are quite unique and never really had the success that they uh, probably <laughs> probably deserve in terms of their ingenuity. Yeah. Um, in terms of heavy metal, 
again, something to build on. I think there's there's clearly a a design there that's going to be effective once it's perfected. But um, those wheels, man. <laughs> I mean, <there's, laughs> those wheels. Don't bring exposed <laughs> wheels in, wasn't it? Like, that, that, yeah. That a thing. It's been a thing, though. I mean, a lot, a lot of robots from the reboot have been have had exposed wheels. If I, if I, I, I think, I think at least every heat has had at least one, hasn't it? Exposed <laughs> wheels. I'm sure. <laughs> There's a real big culture of that in America, and yes. um, Ian, Ian was telling me when they went there, he he was criticising everyone for it, but the culture out there is because there's so many grabbers and lifters and people who try and ensnare your robot, having an exposed wheel gives you a much higher angle of traction. So if you're lifted at a far edge, a lot of robots with low ground clearance actually come off the ground with both wheels and they've got no chance of recovery. Whereas with exposed wheels, no matter how high that wedge is lifting you, you always have some traction on the far wheel. So it's it's quite a big benefit when it's down to grappling and wrestling with robots. Mm. It's, it's, it's a, a gamble, I think it proves that there's no perfect design. Oh, there's always God. something oh, that can be caught out by another side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you had to copy the intro. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> there no is machines. one, though. There is no perfect design. Actually, no, that was, that was, I didn't actually mean to copy the intro there. That was quite <laughs> ironic. Sorry about that. <laughs> but, no, but, but it does literally prove that there is no perfect design. I mean, the one thing that's good against another type of robot is absolutely pants compared to another type and it's vice true. versa. It's you know, true. it's, it's yeah. the unfortunate rule. I suppose you could say robots. that no machine is safe. safe. <laughs> hey, nice one. <laughs> I hate you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, oh, don't forget building robots is dangerous and should and not be attempted, be attempted without, without great care. care. <laughs> oh, dear. God, it's bad that we know that. Anyway, heat final time. <laughs> heat final time, Tim. Once again, Thor. Still can get over Thor, or was it this this time did you feel a little bit better about things? To be honest, we were even more worried because his reliability <laughs> was getting better and better, and ours was just getting more and more of a problem. And we were on our last set of spares, and we were running everything hot, which is something we have taken away and realised we're not going to run it over voltage anymore. You. I mean, it goes through enough physical stress anyway, so we're running everything slightly under voltage for our next one. But, um, yeah, we we were like, right, we're going to have to half the battery power. So we're on something like 16 volts. Uh, so <laughs> virtually, like, no battery power, right? And we went in there thinking this is going to have to be all tactics because we haven't got the pushing power for this fight. But, um, you know, we've got good traction, obviously, because of the wheels. But it was one of those moments where we're like, do you know what? We've done well as rookies. Whatever happens here, we're proud of what we've done. You know, just to make the episode final was unbelievable for, you know, how little experience we had and how much we'd had to put in to repair. And, um, you know what, there was that sense of the whole team. We were just content with whatever happened. But I think because of that, it gave us that feeling of, you know what, let's just go for it. You can't, you can't go out with a whimper. So, um, Carl was just, brilliant he, he just stayed in the middle of that arena he timed the hits with the drum you know we got him over a few times but he was tactical and saved his axe but it was the fact we just sort of we sort of uh held our ground in the middle you know and um i think it might have been sam because he's a marvel fan i think he said it's like little captain america you know before he gets his his stim he was just sort of fighting in the streets <laughs> saying i can do this all day kind of so it's a it's similar to that i you know we we just felt like we just fought our middle bit and kept the ground and progression all the way. It was, yeah, it was unreal. I think, I think it was closer than what it seemed. I, I, I said to Anderson when this uh, first went out, obviously, that at the time, 
you know, you said it was quite quite obvious that it could gush as well. I think it was a lot closer than what it yeah, seemed because yeah. cause, cause Thor, I think, controlled the fight more than yourself did. I think, you know, you obviously want to damage and I think aggression eventually when you flipped him over. But I think Thor, would, you know, the way that, that he'd get pointing the front towards you so you, could, you couldn't catch him properly, I thought that was amazing. You know, every time he got it spot on, apart from yeah. the one time he flipped him, obviously. I mean, um, it, was, it was really good control from Carl. With the, but yeah, it just... It, it, the fact as well is, I think what people don't realise about our bot is, I know we, you know, we've got polycarbonate on the top, mm. but it, it is twelve mil thick and it has been hand bent, and nobody bends polycarb twelve mil thick. You know, Carl and Nick spent hours doing that by hand with heat guns. And what that did was it annealed the polycarb, and it's a lot harder than you'd actually think it would be. Mm. So even though Thor landed a couple of hits on us, and even Shunt got one right near the start, mm. nothing got through that polycarb. In that episode, when, it was when you said when you said it was hand bent. I thought you meant they picked up a bit of polycarb and just literally bent it with their bare hands. I mean, <laughs> I they know, just one up. <laughs> no, I didn't know. We built a jig in the lounge and yeah, slowly, very carefully melt. Uh, you know, heat gun and just patience, and it, it came out really well. It was yeah. John Reed was going. I've never even wanted to try that in all the years of doing it. So I mean, time and effort put into it, it produced a material that's. You know, quite sturdy for you. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, and I think I, I never thought a rookie would go through this series. I thought it would be like all experienced teams that <clears> go through. <throat> I think the fact that a new team has come in and made the grand final is kind of ridiculous, really. I mean, I know, I know, Panic Attack did it in the original series, but that was a, a time yeah. ago. You know, this is it's kind of hard to, as an entry level team, to just come straight in and think. You know, oh yeah, we'll, we'll make the grand final. It's just kind of unheard of, and I think you know, absolute huge credit to yourself and the rest of your team that you managed to 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 make it to a grand final. It's kind of ridiculous, really. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, there were so many points where the robot was stripped down to nothing, and we just thought, now we're going to get replaced. It's going to be over. But <laughs> I, you know, I talked our way into getting into the series, and I talked our way in the pits to get ten more minutes. So you know, it was. <laughs> <laughs> It's sort of that, you know, he's a very nice big guy, but let's keep him a nice big guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if, just if you're pulling out a baseball bat and just patting me in your hand, like, you will give me oh, 10 minutes. Oh, I'm right, not yeah? at all, there was one moment, actually, I, I haven't said this, but our first four way, and Tom can verify this, <laughs> we were in the booth, and I went to turn the motor, and I was like, damn it, the ESC's trip. It's got an oh, overcast protection, yeah. and our weapon wasn't working. And the uh, the little production guy, Tom, he was tiny, wasn't he? He was like, oh, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> was like, oh, it's not. I'm oh, just yeah. going to the pits. No, no, I'm just going down to the pits. And he was like, oh, no, but it's starting. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, just <laughs> get back. I was literally, I wasn't like at all like, dirty about it. I just I was like, oh, I'm just, just going down there. So I walked all my way around past the audience and everything just to get down and just reset the robot with the safety link. And it was fine. But it was that sort of. Oh no no no! Oh oh just yeah oh yeah just you know sort of pretending not to understand what's going on and <laughs> I, I seem to remember yeah. I seem to remember seeing someone that um, you're referred to as Chewy on the team is that right? <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much. I think I think the, <laughs> I think the, the the production the production guy knew to let the Wookiee win. <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> and and uh, that that pretty much concludes Heat Three. I mean Tom unfortunately. Yeah, Tom, I, I have one question, guys, and it's for yeah, both sure. these guys. Sure, Hmm. Go ahead. Um, you're both you're both rookies, both first time entrants. Have you guys got any like tips for any potential new boys out there who want to start building? That's a good question. Uh, robots. I think I I'd say keep it unique because I mean I think 
that's what they're looking for, right? I mean, because it's it's a competition, yes, but it's also a TV show. So yeah. I think what they're looking for are unique robots with weapons that potentially haven't been tried much before. Um, you know, with, with concussion, it was the drum. We haven't seen uh, that many drums, not really. Um, and I guess with, with mine, it's the, the strange pivoting vertical spinner design that of course you never got to see um i think that's <laughs> <laughs> i think that's that's what they're looking for um yeah i mean it, you've got to have something a bit different because we we wanted to design a drum that had good you know drive power and had uh had control because a lot of drums get a gyro effect because we changed the weight of the drum and where it's positioned with the axle it was it was very stable while spinning but like tom said it's it's ingenuity but like the big thing I think as well is don't be afraid to ask. Like if yes. there's anything you don't understand, oh, yeah. worried about something, just ask. Because although we look like mad people throwing money at things that we destroy an arena while screaming and shouting behind glass, which you are, well, we are mad I, people. I, 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 I think it has, has to be said. Genuinely, like, <laughs> like all of us, we're just pitching in straight away. It's fantastic. Like the ethos, can't describe it. it it's phenomenal. Oh. It really it was so cool. cool. It's yeah, such a great community. Yeah, and obviously, you know, you were fans of the show before, but have you definitely got the bug for, for more Robot Wars in the future? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my yes. <laughs> the next series as well. Fantastic. We've got some really cool new features, actually, in the bot. Um, I've been working on today with Nick. Um, yeah, so some really cool stuff coming. Fantastic. Hopefully, we get accepted. But, um, it's, <laughs> well, yeah, considering, like, considering you made the file, I think you've got a pretty decent chance. I think that's a... That's uh, a... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I would just like to thank um, all the people that were really positive about us as well. I mean, TR2 were there. It's a shame they didn't get in again because they're a great team. Absolutely. But they've been really supportive of our team, actually. It's been great guys, all of them, actually, <laughs> yeah. I have to say. I mean, good sports for taking it on the chin and, you know, you know, still being positive about the whole thing. So, you know. I'm, Absolutely. Just It just shows that when you're in this sort of community, no matter what, your politics goes on or anything. We're all robotiers. We're all doing the same thing. And we should all have respect for each other. And, you know, no and if you can have a bit of fun along the way, why not? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. And sausage <laughs> rolls and your mum's biscuits as well, Tom. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. Anyway, that is, that is all for Heat 3. I mean... Oh, we'll, 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 start, we'll start with Tom. How would you rate this episode? And the biscuits, oh. obviously. Well, I thought it was absolutely best, absolutely brilliant. Best one of the series. <laughs> best, best, best robots. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I think I think it was, I think it was a really good one. I think it was a good mix of different weapon types, right? I mean, I mean, so far we've got in the final what we've we got. We've got a vertical spinner, and we've got a flipper, and now we've got a drum spinner. I think, I think the way that they've laid out the competitors in each episode is is quite clever because they've got such a range of weaponry, haven't they? Mm, um, yeah. I think yeah, I think absolutely. it's great. Yeah. I think it's it's a really good series so far. I think it's far more destructive than the last one, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's so many that. so many big old spinners. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I can't absolutely. wait to see the, the next ones. I'm guessing, Tim, you're saying this is pretty much the best episode of all time. <laughs> um, it's a good episode, but do you know what? Uh, I know I'm a super fan of them, but my favourite is still the, the grand final of Series 5. <laughs> it's not even... It's not even because Razor won. It's not even that. It's like, I think that final fight encapsulates everything about Robot Wars that's great. Bigger Brother was, it was there was nothing <laughs> left. There was nothing left of that bot. No. But everyone got it together for a fight 
and put it back in that arena. And it, it stood there and did it to the last. It really, really put a good effort in, you know, the whole team. And I think that that's what you got to focus on. It's just the, the effort involved is just immense. And I think out of our series, this one so far, I think has definitely been most entertaining episode for, you know, variety. But, you know, you got to look at Aftershock at the start. That was... It was something special. It was special, wasn't it? I still get excited <laughs> thinking about it. Hello. Yeah, good, good heat. Uh, pretty good heat. Um, I, I agree with Tim. It's not. I don't think it's the best one of the lot ever. Uh, I, I mean, my personal favorite episode of this series has got to be Heat A. Um, personal favorite episode of all time. It's probably something from Series Four. Probably the tag team terror. That was pretty amazing. But it's it's an all round <laughs> good Heat. Yeah, some. I, I agree a lot with Tom. Um, lots of originality. Uh, nice mishmash of different weapons. Some great machines. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, again, you had a nice nice balance. You had some rookies. You had some school kids. You had some veterans. You had some robots that literally deserved to go further and sadly didn't and you have some robots that pulled it out of the bag and, and somehow made it through despite the odds all being against them and I think it's really all <laughs> good heat so fair play to everybody who competed and now I can breathe <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed yeah. with that well so obviously thank you very much to Tom and Tim for joining us and Tim a massive congratulations to making the grand final your first oh, yeah. attempt thank you very much and yeah, Tom thank, thank you very much thank you very much for having us <laughs> Anyway, yeah, myself yeah. and Anderson will uh, once again be gracing your ears next week for Heat 4. Goodbye. You poor buggers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Goodbye. Hang on one sec. Oh. <laughs> Intermission. Elevator music. There you go. Sorry. Carry on. Um, you were saying... Yeah.